Mad Marv's Notebook for August 19th, Dog Days of Podcasting 2023. Uh, happy belated birthday, Melissa and Nutty. Gotta make sure to put it in the top of the show because I keep forgetting, even though I wrote down a note for this. And Crazy Joe, uh, I think I might go see Blue Beetle based on your recommendation from uh, what episode was that? One or two days ago. Me and my friend are probably going to go see it on Sunday. I'll let you know how that works out. And let's see, what did I want to talk about today? Uh, Lit RPG and what I like in those kinds of stories. So, yeah, Lit RPGs, uh, for those that uh, are not familiar with the genre, it's basically taking a MMORPG uh, universe and writing a story that happens inside the universe. Usually through normal people that get transported into the world, sometimes they take NPCs and make them self-aware. Sometimes uh, the world goes to hell and becomes a system apocalypse with a, a lit RPG or game type of rules. Anyway, the whole premise is that the, the world starts to work a lot more like a video game. And uh, what I like about the the stories is that they often have a, a good balance of humor and action and you don't normally see it in high fantasy or a lot of other traditional fantasy work uh, for whatever reason they always you know the game of thrones and what else uh, lord of the rings and every hobbit and what are other big temples Dragonlance, especially oh yeah they seem to be uh focused around the, the world building and I guess the seriousness of all the magic whereas uh, lit RPG you know it could work or it could just be background or yeah magic is there in the ones that are based in magical worlds at least uh, but it's you know people are familiar with uh, magic concepts through whatever games they've grown up with and the main characters may have an edge over uh, the natives in the in whatever universe there is, but more than often, more often than not, they're relearning the rules because obviously the world doesn't exactly work like a video game. But if you play with the rules enough, uh, or if the author is creative enough, they make some really funny <laughs> combinations. And you know, breaking of expectations. Uh, what I really like is when the system universe has a mind of its own and decides to become a character in in the world in, in and of itself. And basically, uh, let's see, I know I just put in a pre-order for one of my favorite series, uh, Dungeon Crawler Carl. This is a post-apocalyptic uh, lit RPG where the Earth gets turned into a dungeon world pretty much 99 plus percent of all humans get uh, wiped out in an instant and whatever survivors are left have to go into a dungeon to survive and it basically becomes like a game of uh, uh, running man slash hunger game slash oh whatever you can imagine the whole point is to kill all the dungeon crawlers or that's the point of the of the universe at least but uh, yeah, and the other trope is that the the <laughs> the dungeon is also televised, and you get, and the universe as a whole watches as the Earth becomes a dungeon, 
and progresses and you know the body count uh, goes up or rather the survivor count goes down and it's really hilarious because of the main character and his sidekick slash familiar or companion is a cat that becomes self-aware and I'm not a cat person I'm more of a doggy person but this cat is just sassy and self-important and basically someone that is not what one would call a queen player the, I wouldn't say that the uh, the the cat's name is Princess Donut, and it's not the, to the point where Donut steals the show, but she does seem to get the most fun lines out of the book. But the main uh, main character Carl, he's uh, yeah, he's a rough rough and tumble guy, and he, I don't know if you'd call him a typical action hero turned uh, main character, but. Uh, yeah, I guess he has enough of that, but the, in my mind, the real draw of the series must be the system AI that governs the dungeon, because it does have a, a mind of its own, and it's a... Oh yeah, I guess we shouldn't be spoiling anything, but yeah, the system AI has its own agenda. I, I don't know if it's a real agenda, but they definitely make it a character in, in the in the series. And I just remembered I pre-ordered it. It's gonna the next book is gonna drop. What is it? Beginning of September. So I think I might be done with Dog Days before I get to read it, or I'll definitely be on my trip by then. So I don't know if I'll have time to read it, but it'll definitely be at the top of my reading list when it comes out. And it's weird. I on Audible. I'm almost out of credits. I'm on, I forget whatever they call it, the one where you get 24 credits and you buy basically a one-year subscription. You get all 24 credits. What would have been two credits a month, you get it all at once. And I've been trying to ration it because I buy it just after Christmas or right around the new year. I try to make it last the whole year. And this year, it's, I think it's I'm doing better than I did last year. Pretty sure I spent all my credits by July, and now it's coming up on August, and I've got pre-orders uh, stringing out till November. So I know I've got I've got some more books coming in the pipeline, and I'm down to my last credit now that hasn't been committed. The real thing that eats up a lot of my credits are those two-for-one sales through Audible. I only use my credits on established uh, series from authors I like. So I'm not really testing out a new author by using a credit. I'll wait for whatever work they have to go on sale. Because, yeah, otherwise this would be just ridiculous considering how many books I go through. I spend a credit each. Ugh, gotta wait for them sales. Anyway, oh wow, I've been talking a lot today. Okay, that's enough for today. Talk to you tomorrow.